Welcome back to the Big Head Sports Talk. I'm your host, Jack Lavell, here with my co-host, Alec Miller. What's up, my man? How's it going? Oh, you know, it's going, it's going. Busy week here in sports and in life for me and you. Um, you know, we always got stuff going on, so, you know, kind of just bear with us and we'll get this show on the road for you. Um, again, I'm going to announce this one more time. We do have some merchandise out there for you guys to pick up. We do appreciate all the love and support you guys have given us. And if you just continue to show some love, you know, we'll always be grateful. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and hop right into the MLB. We got the playoffs starting here. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I didn't watch a whole lot of it, so I can't give you a lot of information about it. Can't really discuss it too much. But we do have the series uh, for you guys. So uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and hop right in. We got the AL wild card, um, you know, had Twins versus the Astros. Uh, Houston won that series two to nothing. Kind of, you know, kind of surprising to me watching the t- how well the Twins have been playing this year. But um, I don't know, Al, did you? I know, I know you haven't, you've been busy. So baseball is hard for you to get to, but um, did you? Um see anything there i i caught a little bit of um i think game two mm-hmm. uh, i would really have liked to have seen the twins win which probably yeah. most people would have because it's the astros i'm sure and i am. think most people feel the same about them but uh, it's just kind of pissed me off that they were even in the playoffs to begin with <laughs> right I i'm with you there and uh the twins are kind of exciting to me they're mm-hmm. They hit a lot of home runs and got yeah. a lot of explosive players, in my opinion. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, you know, I think that the Twins pitching has kind of struggled for them this year is what kind of hurt them. But it is what it is, man. Uh, I'm sure whoever the Astros play here in the next series, they'll get smoked because no one wants to see the Astros win. But – Moving on, we had the uh, White Sox and A's. Uh, Oakland won that series two to one. The A's have been on a roll here since the restart, and so the White Sox. So it was kind of inter- it was a good series. Um, I think, I think overall the A's offense was just really overpowering. So um, the Blue Jays and the Rays. Uh, Tampa Bay won that series two zero. Um, I, I, I didn't really get to see, like I said, didn't get to see a whole lot of it. So um, then you had the Yankees and Indians, your Yanks, baby. Uh, yes, sir. Kind of, uh, they won 2-0, which kind of surprised me just because, I don't know, the Indians pitching has been pretty solid this year. Um, yeah, uh, I thought the Yankees hit the ball really well. The first game was a blowout. It was 12-3, yeah. to and then last night um, – it was kind of back and forth. Um, Stanton hit a home run in the second inning, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Indians put four on us. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Gio Urshela came back and hit a grand slam in the sixth or seventh. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees offense is explosive, super explosive. So I think that, you know, that in the playoffs, that's huge for teams. So, for sure. I think that's what's going to keep them in a lot of close games this year. Um, yeah. And I think we've been pitching pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, moving on to the NL wild card, I guess. Uh, the Ray, Reds and Braves. Uh, the Braves won the series 2-0. Uh, I think there was kind of a scare there in game two, but the Braves ended up pulling it out. Um, the Braves have kind of – they're just a really young, explosive team as well that are just, you know, solid all around. So Yeah, they're um, fun to watch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, the Marlins and Cubs, Miami leads it 1-0. They play here tonight at 9. No, 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 sorry, sorry. The That second game is postponed, and I think it's due to COVID, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, Miami has been one of the more shocking teams to me this yeah, year. Yeah. They, um, they started off really hot at the beginning of the year, which – with the short season, help them make the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I don't know. They, I, they've really, really shocked me. Yeah, especially last year. I didn't think they were even, you know, they were one of the bottom teams in the league for them to go yeah. and make the playoffs this year is nuts. Um, the Cardinals and Padres, uh, they're playing as we speak. The Cardinals are up. Uh, they were up. What were they? Sorry. Um. They're up six to two right now in the bottom of the sixth. So um, it's looking like you know, unless the Padres put something together here, Cardinals are going to win that series. Um, and then the Brewers and Dodgers, uh, LA is up one. Uh, you know, I think they play at nine tonight. That's who plays at nine tonight. So if I'm a bet man, the Dodgers will probably win that. Yeah, I would agree. Um, the Brewers, they're super explosive, and their pitching's pretty solid. Yeah, they're they're they've been good for the last couple of years, and bets coming into that lineup is nuts for them. Um, I'll tell you what, Christian Yelich has been a real letdown to me this year, um, just because you know he was playing so well last year or last couple of years, honestly. Um, but as soon as this this season started back up after COVID, he didn't really perform to, I guess, my standards. Is yeah, I, I think a lot of guys that are struggling, um, it has a lot to do with this shortened season. I agree. Uh, in my opinion, it's just it's got to be really hard. Another guy that comes to mind for me is Gary Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's. Struggled at the plate a little bit, and his defense has been atrocious, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So yeah, I think you saw you, you kind of saw it with Bellinger at first. He kind of caught a groove there after the Dodgers started winning right. a lot of games. So you know, I think another thing for uh, Yelich is seeing guys around him do better. I don't know, you know, uh, it's just kind of a intensity thing, a um, chemistry thing, because you know the Dodgers. They've played well all year, so it kind of just pushes uh, Bellinger to play better, I think. And you didn't really see that with the Brewers. So, um, you know, I like I said, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of this, um, but it seems like, you know, there hasn't – besides the Marlins, in my opinion, there hasn't been a lot of surprises here. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you there. Pretty much everyone that <clears throat> was kind of expected to win is looking like they're going to or already have. Yeah. With the exception of the Twins, kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can go either way. It's just, you know, Houston's more experienced. Yeah. 
I've been there more recently, so. Yeah. Uh, I hate Houston, so this is just right. <laughs> terrible subject for me. So, uh, With that, you know, I, I think we're ready to move on to M- NBA. Uh, hey, I got one more thing for the MLB. All right. Can't believe you didn't bring it up, but uh, shout out to Gordo. Yeah. Great career. Um, you know. Last act, man. Not, I mean, I support the Royals. Mm-hmm. I'll cheer for them as long as they're not playing my Yanks. But, uh, <laughs> Just a solid uh, 12-year career, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, probably one of their more, more popular franchise players, mm-hmm. at, at least recently, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me is uh, it shows – f- Yeah, for sure. I think for me for Gordo is it shows a lot about his character that, you know, at the beginning of his career he was really solid and then – you know, kind of dealt with some injuries and didn't really play well. So they sent him down. Dude built his way back up and then, you know, won many, many gold gloves there out in left field. So it just kind of shows a lot about his drive, and it's great to have him in a franchise like the Royals. So For sure, man. Yep. Uh, good Good point, good point. Uh, let's. With that being said, let's go on to the NBA. Um, you know, we, we – we haven't talked since, you know, game five of the Lakers Nuggets. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk a whole lot about it because, um, you know, we time time purposes. But, you know, uh, LeBron looked really good. Um, he kind of, you know, showed us what we all want to see out of him, what he can be cap- – or what he is capable of um, that he doesn't have to do all the time. Uh, one thing I did see is Danny Green played really well defensively, which is, you know, better to see because I didn't really see a whole lot of out, out of him in the first couple series there. Right. It, to me, this all comes back to, you know what you're going to get out of AD. You know what you're going to get out of LeBron. Mm-hmm. What are the supporting cast going to bring? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the Lakers to me to a T. Mm-hmm. You know what you're getting out of those two stars, mm-hmm, and sure. it's kind of night to night with the rest. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you got to give Denver credit, in my opinion. I know it was only five games, but mm-hmm. they're young. They haven't been there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just think they're a dangerous team in the future. I agree. Them and the Mavericks, I I'm re- I really like them too. It's, yeah, Luca's really fun to watch and. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, one thing I wanted to point, I was going to point out here is that, like, you know, Jamal Murray just didn't give up in that series. He was trying to do whatever he could to keep him in it. And obviously, he didn't have enough and probably didn't have enough supporting cast at the moment. But uh, he he played phenomenal in the playoffs. And it was, it's, it's going to be exciting to me to see what he does in his career because he, he's a special talent right now. Yeah. And, I mean, they got to the point where LeBron had to guard him. Yeah. You know, he just said, let me take him. And I love to see that out of LeBron. As a right, LeBron fan, that, just, that makes me feel good. Um, one other thing, uh, you know, I watched the whole game five there, and something that just really upset me is, you know, you see a lot of flopping nowadays. It's, it's the NBA. It's today's game. But Paul Millsap played like, I, I don't know. He just – he was flopping a lot, and I'm surprised he didn't get fined for all of that. Um, I saw a lot of 
he took a three outside and kind of at the very end tried to nudge the guy to try to get a foul and didn't get it and then cried about it. It just it just upsets me um, to see that in today's game because you know it just takes a lot out of the game. I think. Right. All right. Definitely in today's NBA, you know, you see a lot of it. It gets old, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's how the game's played. They're they're there to get to the free throw line and make threes, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, that's just kind of how the game works nowadays. And yeah. in, in desperate situations like the Nuggets were in, you know, they're going to do anything they can to try to uh, steal a game back, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's just kind of something you have to live with nowadays. Yeah. But I'm I with agree. you. It does get old. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, we'll move on to the Lakers and Heat game one. Uh, Lakers won big, looked really good. Um, AD looked really good to me. Uh, you know, had, I think he had 20, I want to say he had 24 in the first half. Um, yes. He, had 30, he, had, he ended with 34, 5, and 9. Uh, had three blocks, so played well defensively. Um, LeBron had 25, 9, and 13, one assist away from a triple-double. So, you know, the Lakers just looked really dominant. And one thing that was refreshing to me um, was Danny Green actually shot the ball better. He didn't shoot the ball great, but he was actually knocking down some shots. And that's, you know, if he's doing that, then I'd, it's going to be hard for the Lakers to be stopped at that point. Yes, I, I think the supporting cast of the Lakers just came out firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Green, KCP played well. Uh, uh, Caruso had 10. Yeah, um, Kuzma hit some big shots, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, because, of, I mean, at the start of the game, they were they were down like uh, 25-10 or so. Mm-hmm. And then they ended the first quarter on like a 16-3 run. Yeah. And that was boosted by – um, hitting their outside shots and stuff. So mm-hmm. that was uh, very exciting to see. Mm-hmm. And like like you said, if if they play like that every game, there it's going to be a very quick and ugly series, in my opinion. It's, yeah, it's probably going to sweep. Yeah, um, especially you know, um, you have Bam and Drogic both hurt now both doubtful for game two. I, I don't imagine that the Heat will be able to get anything going without those two players, in my opinion. Um, yeah. You know, but, Butler did get hurt there in game one, but he came back and was fine, so. In in my opinion, game two is already the Lakers, um, mm-hmm. mainly injury reasons. But even before the injuries, I'm sitting here thinking what game could the Heat win? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's game three, yeah. you know. Um, I just feel like that's the game they could steal. Yeah. Um, one thing I did see, though, uh, that kind of, you know, not really surprised me. It just, I don't know. Uh, Kendrick Nunn played really well, um, even though, you know, they lost. But Drogic being out, he came in and scored 18. And you hadn't really seen a lot out of him since the bubble started. He was playing really hot at the regular season before the bubble um but you know as they came back he got covid and then just wasn't performing well so for the heat in a way that's good to see i feel like because they don't i don't know maybe they don't feel as much pressure to 
rush Drogic back into the starting lineup. I don't know. I mean, it just kind of depends how Spolstra looks at it, but to me, that's how I see it. Um, yeah. And for the Heat to have any shot in game two and for the series, mm-hmm. um, Tyler Hero has – I mean, you're going to have to get 20 out of him or more every night. Um, Jimmy's going to have to score 30, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, Bam, Bam's not going to score 22 a game like he did against the Celtics. I mean, yeah. he doesn't – the matchups – it's just a terrible matchup, in my opinion. You know, mm-hmm. Bam was guarding Daniel Tice. Now he's guarding AD or LeBron. Yeah. And he's just going to exert so much more energy defensively where I think it's going to push his numbers down to, like, 15, 16 points a game. Yeah. And it's just – so, in my opinion, Tyler Hero, you got to play him. You got to just give him the green light, let him shoot, mm-hmm. as well as Duncan Robinson, you know. Um, they're both yeah. defensively kind of liabilities, but you're just going to have to go out there and, you know, take take your hits defensively and just mm-hmm. hope to outscore them, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're going to pound the ball inside, as you can see last night. Yeah. That's the Heat's weakness. I mean. For sure. For sure. You got, you got 6'10", Dwight Howard, 6'10", Anthony Davis, 6'9", LeBron, Danny Green, 6'6", um, KCP, 6'5". And then you go to the Miami side, bam, 6'10". Then they drop off Jimmy Butler, 6'8". Uh, Duncan Robinson, he's six seven, but he plays like a two, three, ish. Drogic, you know, he's not not the biggest guy in the world. Yeah, it's just, and you could tell in that game, you know, the Lakers were wanting to pound it inside, mm-hmm. and even if you go to the Heat's bench, I mean, yeah, they have Kelly Olynyk, seven foot, but he's a stretch big. He's not a great defender. Yeah. It's just not his game. Which which is, you know, talking about this pounding the ball inside, uh, it's kind of, kind of, I don't know, good to see, I guess, because, you know. It's not the norm. Game, yeah, it's not the norm anymore. It used to be, you know, back in the day, you just pound the ball inside and feed it to your pigs. Now it's, you know, stretch the floor out and shoot a bunch of threes. And the Lakers are dominating, not even doing that. So, it's just, you know, it's interesting to me. Um, I don't know. And, and with a, a player like Anthony Davis, if you got an undersized guy on him, you mm-hmm. pound it. If exactly. you get a matchup like Kelly Olenek, step out, take him off the dribble. It's just, it's just matchups that do not work in Miami's favor. For sure. And, I mean, who – I don't think anybody in the league really matches up well with the Lakers at this point. Um, you know, there's not a lot of guys that can stop AD and there's not a lot of guys that can stop LeBron. So I think, you know, obviously your goal for any team playing the Lakers is stop those two guys and make other guys beat you. But if you can't stop them, it's not going to matter. So. Right. And this is where I think, you know, if we would have seen Lakers and Clippers, Mm-hmm. There, there's another matchup issue. Who's who's going to guard AD? I agree with because you. Because you put Montrez Harrell on him, he's just going to body him. Yeah, for sure. You know, and he's going to shoot 15 to 20 free throws. If you yeah. put um, 
Oh, what's the guy? What is his name? He they got him from the Lakers, the center. Oh, Zubak. Zubak. If you put him on him, you know, he's just gonna step out and take him off the dribble. Yeah, I agree. And you can't really, you know, you can't risk putting Kawhi on him and have no one guard LeBron. So right, it, I agree with you. Um, that's what I'm saying. There's no, there's not a lot of teams that have super dominant bigs anymore or super, you know, defensive bigs that are on dominant teams. So it's, it's just going to be uh I think it'll be a short series in my opinion. Um, and my, my problem with that is I just hope people don't, I, I know what's going to happen. People are going to be like, Oh, LeBron had an easy uh, trip to the finals. It's like, uh, I don't know. I yeah. know I know they're going to say it, but I know that it's not true. People make as many excuses as possible. They just can't let it go, in my opinion, you know. I agree. I mean, <clears throat> this is one of the best careers you're ever going to see. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, whatever you, people might think different, but this is the best NBA career ever. You yeah. got I mean, he's 17 years in the league. I don't know if you saw it last night. It was the end of the second quarter going into half. Mm-hmm. Kuzma hit a shot a floater. Buzzer went off. Here comes LeBron with a putback windmill reverse <laughs> dunk in year 17, looking like, you know, he was a rookie. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't lost anything, in my opinion. Yeah, he probably doesn't play as good as defense anymore. But he's in year 17. Give him a break. And to you me, know? his – his mind has grown as a as a playmaker. He's gotten so much better than he was, you know. He's the best point guard in the league. Yeah, that's what, that's exactly right. Um, so it's just, I don't know. It, biased or unbiased, you can't disagree that this guy is great. That's all I, and that's all right. I got to say. I mean, he's taken five coaches, five different coaches to the finals. Mm-hmm. Been to the finals with three teams. Mm-hmm. And it's looking like he's going to have finals with three different franchises. Yeah. Which has never been done. I mean, and, it's – Unless you see some moves this offseason, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's really early to say this, but it's going to be hard for them not to go back-to-back the way they've been playing. I That's... agree. I agree. And so I don't really know what to make of this because they people came out and said Oladipo wants out of Indiana. Mm-hmm. Then he comes out and said that he's a pacer, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, why would that story be leaked if, you know, yeah. if there wasn't something up there? And that's just a player I see that would fit well with them, in my opinion. I've got another name for you that's been and, kind of tossed around. And um, I think that they could afford. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Oladipo – is a max player really anymore, you know? And I just think, I mean, if they pick up someone like that, it's just going to be insane. And and to me, uh, I'll add on to Oladipo, putting him with LeBron makes him that much more of a threat. You know, LeBron, LeBron's dealt with injuries, like all, not as bad as Oladipo, obviously, but he knows how to, you know, help younger guys. And Oladipo's kind of been struggling with that injury. So I think it, you know, it'd be a great fit for him. Um, but another another name that, you know, obviously this is kind of early to talk about, but Bradley Beal has been a name that 
you know, has kind of been thrown out there that, you know, he might be on the move. Um, and, you know, if they get Bradley Beal, he's expensive in a way. But I don't see, I don't know. If they get Bradley Beal, they're going to beat the Warriors record. I, I agree with you. They'll, that will be absolutely insane. I just have seen that name tossed around, and I saw that the Lakers would have interest, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they would have to move for him or what they would have to do to get him, but, you know, if they did, like you said, it'll be nuts. Um, You know, I, I with that topic, I don't know that I have a lot more left if you're ready to move on here. Yep, sounds good to me. Um. You know, we got Doc Rivers signing a five-year deal with Philly. Give Give me your take on this because I, I think that we're going to have a little bit of a different take on this. Okay, so first off, I think the Clippers are absolute idiots. <laughs> I, I don't really understand it. Yeah, Doc's been there seven years, but you have Chris Paul and Blake Griffin to start off when you're there. To me, Blake Griffin is one of the most overrated stars in the league. He's good, yes, but he's a – he can't shoot. He's an undersized big that can jump really high and dunk the ball. Um, so, to me, he's overrated. Um, so, and then moving on, you know, like last year, they surprised the league making it as far as they did. No really – big names, had -hmm. some young guys um, show out. And then they trade those, get Paul George and sign Kawhi. And Paul George just – I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was the bubble. But it's been proven, like, in the playoffs that he just doesn't show up. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was kind of clear that Paul had a different view than kind of the rest of the team. After they lost the series to Denver, Paul comes out at his presser and says, like, it wasn't a championship or nothing type of year. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of shocked me, honestly. Like, how do you you say it's not a championship or bust year when you go out and get you and Kawhi – Mm-hmm. You get Marcus Morris. You go out and get Reggie Jackson, which I thought was a terrible move. Um, and you go get all these guys, and you still have um, <clears throat> Trez Harrell, um, Lou Williams. You know, they got all these pieces. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me you're not trying to win a championship or that wasn't your end goal? Mm-hmm. That that makes it hard for me to believe. So, I just – honestly, if I was the Clippers, I would re- – I'm not saying I would 100%, but I would really consider moving off Paul George. Um, You know, I, I agree. That's something I agree with you with. One thing I, I did see um, is just – I don't – everyone talked about how good their chemistry was. I – and against the against the Nuggets, I didn't see that. Um, I didn't see them play well together. Um, Kawhi kind of just took over in a way and didn't really – I mean, the second half of that last game there, he didn't play well. 
I I didn't like or no, I liked the move for Doc Rivers. I think it's going to be a refreshing thing for the Clippers. I know, you know, Doc Rivers hasn't had the best of luck with players. Um, you know, last year they didn't have a lot and they surprised like you said they surprised people with not a lot of stars or any at all really. Um, but I don't know. I just think to me, it showed me one thing, and that's like, you know, everyone's saying that Kawhi is the best player in the league. I think that this kind of just dissembled that at all. Can I interrupt you for a minute? Yeah. This all goes back to one thing, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and why the Clippers didn't have the chemistry everyone thought. It comes back to one thing, load management. You yeah. can't load manage. I No, me and my buddy had this discussion today. He's like – Oh, Kawhi was doing this and that. I'm like, dude, Kawhi literally didn't play half the regular season games. Yes. It, I mean, I think they had their full team like 12 or 14 games or something, and they had some, it was 12 and one or 14 and one record. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But, you know, if Kawhi wants to load manage, okay whatever, but then you can't start load managing Paul George and everyone else. It, mm-hmm. You just can't do it. It doesn't work. It, and and it, it's terrible for the league, in my opinion. I agree. It's terrible for TV. It's terrible for fans. And you just don't get the most out of your team. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's a little overboard. I get taking a back-to-back off here or there. I get it's a long 82-game season. I understand you get tired and you need a break here and there. Your knees are sore or whatnot. But to do it consistently, yeah, every back-to-back, it's you're a professional athlete. You should be in the best shape um, of, you know, most people in the world. It's just – it blows my mind. It's your job to be in shape to be prepared, ready to play if mm-hmm. you're healthy. You, yeah, if, I agree. If you're injured, that's fine. But yeah. if you are healthy, play. Do I you agree. See LeBron taking games off? No. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, you know, that's a big part of today's game. Not really for – I don't think it's, you know, it's not for everyone. But for Kawhi in general, that's like, I don't know. I feel like you see a lot of guys lose, I don't know, maybe respect for a guy that does that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Which which kind of breaks down your chemistry, like you said. So that I agree that that just that is probably part of it. Um, another thing for me though, I I didn't I liked the Doc Rivers move because you know, obviously, you know with. Like, I don't know. I didn't like the way he coached them in the playoffs, in my opinion, the last couple of years. So, I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, I, I can't say I don't like it for the 76ers, but I don't know. I didn't like them getting rid of their coach in the first place. I didn't think it was his fault at all. Here, Here's my take. I say you give Doc one more season. I mean, it was the first – I mean, it's his first year with that whole yeah. team and everything. Mm-hmm. You got to give him at least one more season. Yeah. But on the other hand, I like it for the Sixers. I mean, I mm-hmm. think he's probably the best available. Um, honestly, he's won a championship. Mm-hmm. He knows how to handle stars. 
Yeah. And they got Embiid and Simmons. Yeah. It's a it was, fit than D'Antoni. Yeah, that's true. Uh, For sure. I so, agree. on the Sixers' end, I, I believe that's the best thing they could do. Mm-hmm. I but agree. I just – I don't really get the whole side of the Clippers there. Yeah. Um. Back back to Paul George for a second before we move on here. Um, I I just don't think the dude is good in the playoffs at all. I I he's a great regular season player most of the time, but the dude has not shown me anything in the playoffs the last two years that makes me be like, okay, this guy's good. I just I don't know. It's 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 tough to see out of a superstar like that that everyone's so hyped up about, but I he hasn't shown anything, so I don't know. See, I, I'm with you there, and it doesn't make sense to me in the fact that he's he's a two-way type of player. Like, he's always up there um, in steals, like mm-hmm. leading the league in steals and whatnot. You know, he's always up there, mm-hmm. he's, and he's a bigger – I mean, he kind of plays the two, honestly, and he's mm-hmm. like – I mean, he's like 6'8", and causes matchup problems. But, uh, yeah, I'm not – I don't know what it is when it comes to the playoffs. He, I mean, he'll have his games. He'll go off for uh, – you know, he'll have 30 or – you know, he'll have a good game here and there. But, mm-hmm. like, the, the last game against the Nuggets, he shot like three or four air balls. I'm watching the game I'm like, what is this guy – doing yeah like this is your season and when you feel pressure you're just crumbling man I just yeah it's frustrating because I was always kind of a I mean I always kind of liked him mm-hmm. and I mean not that I don't like him now it's just like dude it's it's kind of like the James Harden effect like yeah I don't know my brother was giving me some shit honestly about him because I said that, in my opinion, he'd never won a championship, mm-hmm. especially, like, with the team he's on and how they play. But uh, it's just – I don't know. Yeah. Paul George is – it's worse than Harden, honestly. Yeah, I, I agree. Because, you know, Paul George is um, kind of like a second option. Like, he's got he's got to perform. And, I mean – he didn't do it at all. The one off the backboard is where it really turned my opinion on him. Off the side of the backboard. Um, but, you know, it'll be it'll be kind of interesting to see what they do in the offseason because they obviously need a big guy. They need someone. They can't stop Jokic. They, can't, they won't be able to stop AD. What, I mean, like, what are they going to do? Right. I agree. And uh, another key thing about NBA, you know, if you have your superstar, that that's great. But the key to it is your number two. Your number two has to perform. Exactly. Like in Milwaukee, you have Giannis. You know what you're getting out of him. Okay. What are you going to get out of Middleton? Are you going to get 30 or are you going to get 15 on, you know, seven of 27 shooting? Yeah. Um, same thing in Portland. Uh, Dame, you know what you're going to get? I mean, this isn't as bad, but what mm-hmm. are you going to get out of CJ? Yeah. Um, 
and it's I mean, just a perfect example of that is the Lakers. Is okay, you know what you're gonna get out of LeBron? What are you gonna get out of AD? And yeah, and you know what been, you're gonna get. And this has been showing us exactly what we're gonna get out of AD. So that's you know, that's the type of guy that Paul George needs to be for them to be successful, and he's not doing it. Yeah, uh, I'm with you 100% on that. All right. With that being said, on to the NFL. So, you know, last week we talked about our uh, – we picked some teams to win. What was your overall record for your pickums this week? So, last week, I know we didn't really go through each game, mm-hmm. but we kind of just picked them on the side. I was 10-5 last week, so that puts me at 25-6 and six overall. That's okay. I know people might be confused, but we didn't pick week one. Yeah, so yeah. It's just from week two and three. So So I went twelve and three this week. And so it puts me at twenty four and seven. So you're one game ahead of me. One game. I I picked Atlanta this week. I picked Arizona and I picked the Chargers. Um, Arizona had looked dominant, and so, I mean, the Chargers didn't look bad, and I don't know. I just thought Atlanta's offense would be enough to kind of help them win a game, but obviously I was wrong. All right, also picked Atlanta, and they just keep making it tougher and tougher to pick them. I mean, yeah, they literally should be probably 3-0, and honestly, and they just keep blowing leads. I agree. I just I, – I don't see Dan Quinn hanging around much longer. I think he's lost the locker room. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, you want to tell me your other games that you uh, picked that there that kind of offset you? Uh, like maybe some losers I had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I picked the um, – I picked the Chargers – I think you said that as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just thought um, that they would be able to pick apart Carolina's defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, rookie quarterback, that's kind of understandable. Yeah. I picked um, Baltimore, mm-hmm. which brings me to some points um, about that game. I was really expecting um, a lot better game, honestly. Yeah, the score was 34-20, but the scoreboard doesn't really do the justice of the blowout it was, in my opinion. I 100% agree. Um, I just thought the Chiefs played all around really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they looked just dominant. I mean, this as much as this kind of hurts me, but, I mean, you got to respect the guy. Uh, Pat Mahomes, that guy's – he's insane. Yeah. Um, uh, between <clears throat> him and Russell Wilson, I mean, I think that's your top two guys, honestly, in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know for some people it's really not hard to choose, but for me, it would it would be hard to choose between the two. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mahomes went thirty-one of forty-two with three eighty-five and a four touchdowns, and then he also had a rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. And you know the. Ravens defense was really hyped up and I mean they probably honestly are still the best defense in the league and the fact that he just he picked them apart 
picked them apart and just took whatever he wanted was mm-hmm. um, insane to me. Um, I thought Hilaire played a pretty solid game. Yeah, he did. Um, over 100 yards all purpose, mm-hmm. 64 rushing and 70 receiving. Mm-hmm. And then Kelsey played solid, which is pretty typical, you know. Yeah. You know, you're getting out of that guy every week. For sure. But um, moving one, on to, like, the Ravens, though. Go ahead. All I, all I was going to say is one thing I saw that you were moving on to the Ravens there, so was I. Um, one thing I saw out of them is I didn't think their offensive line looked good at all. I think that the Chiefs defense just – or, you know, front, front line there just kind of pushed them around. And Lamar was running – I mean, you know, Lamar loves to run. But I don't. I think he likes to do it on his own terms. I don't think he likes to do it whenever he has to. Um, and I think that that was one of the big things for the Ravens is you know they couldn't get anything going offensively. He had yeah. what sixty something passing yards in total. Ninety seven. Okay, sorry, but you no. you know what I mean. He didn't even have a hundred. Right. So. Right. And, um, kind of going back to the Chiefs for a second. If you blitz against the Chiefs' offense, you're gonna lose. You you can't blitz. You can't blitz Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You have to get pressure on him with four and drop seven. I think you saw that against the Chargers. I think that yes. people need to learn from the. I mean, I I hope they don't as a Chiefs fan, but the people need to learn from the Chargers and what they did. They loaded the box and they didn't blitz anybody. It's just, I mean. They got pressure with Bosa all game long. Yes. So, like, it, it just didn't make any sense why, you know, as the Ravens, you wouldn't do that, especially because they have a pretty strong secondary, in my opinion. Um, right. That's their strength. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. They're, I mean, yes, they have uh, Clays Campbell and whatnot, but you just – you got to pressure them with four and drop yeah. seven. You, you cannot blitz – it just doesn't work. He it's proven. I mean, I saw some crazy stat. He was like fifteen of seventeen against the blitz with I don't remember the yards, but it was just insane. Yeah. You you can't blitz him. Yeah, for sure. And if you do, your secondary's gotta be on lockdown and they weren't. So Yeah. Um I agree. Um hey. No, go ahead. Um I was just gonna say in I mean, if you if you're blitzing, if you're blitzing six, you know that leaves you with five. You playing uh, man free. You it just you can't you can't play man against them like that. I mean, they're just gonna I outrun agree. you. Tyreek Hill looked phenomenal. Um, he just kind of, I think, if I remember correctly, Peters was on him for a lot of that game. Yeah, they doubled him quite a bit. Um, he didn't have really like I mean he had two for twenty five, but. Um, he was drawing a lot of doubles. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I read that wrong. Five for 77. Yeah, I, I thought he down. I thought he played he made a lot of big plays and, you know, obviously that's what he's that's what he's known for is making some big plays. Um, In my opinion, the dark horse receiver for the Chiefs is Sammy Watkins. Oh, I agree 100%. That guy makes big catches in big moments. Mm-hmm. He's just uh like a first down machine. Mhm. I agree. Um, not real flashy. Super underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, before we move on to the next game, there's one thing I wanted to say. I 
obviously am a huge Chiefs fan, but one thing that I don't really like to see about Travis Kelsey is when he gets close to a first down marker, he always tries to make some type of juke or back cut, and it just sometimes it screws him over. And I watch that quite a bit here against the, uh, you know, the Ravens here, and it just kind of upset me. I don't know if you noticed that, but you know, as I know he's shifty for a tight end, but it's just I don't know. It's 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 weird for me to see him go backwards like that. I don't right. You, I mean, I don't know if you've seen a, that, but a guy his size, you you just kind of want him to. Lower shoulder and get what he can get. Yeah, for sure. So, with that being said, um, let's go ahead and move on to our next couple games here. Okay, so there was a couple games here that we talked about last week that looked really good to us, I guess. Looked interesting. Um, One game was Dallas and Seattle, uh, Green Bay and New Orleans, the Rams and Buffalo, and then we said Casey and Baltimore. Those are all, all four. Uh, I don't know. Casey and Baltimore wasn't really. I I guess you could say it was a good game. Score says it was a good game. Watching it, it was kind of a blowout. Those other three were really good games, and then we talked about Vegas and uh, New New England, and you said that the you know you didn't really like the way the pay, or the Raiders played there. So. Yeah. Um. Start now. I want to talk about the Seattle Dallas game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson played absolutely out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Um. Twenty-seven of forty with three fifteen and five touchdowns. Um. His first half was insane. Should have had six touchdowns. Should have had four in the first half, but Metcalf was showboating and um, fumbled the one there on the goal line. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lockett had a huge first half, three touchdowns, um, and he went nine for 100 um, for the game. But uh, mm-hmm. it's just that Seattle kind of let him back in it there at the end, but um, Russell Wilson really impressed me. And Another thing, I'm not sure if you watched it, but another thing that I got from that game was the play on Chris Carson. I don't know if you've seen it, but I thought that was super dirty by the Dallas D lineman. Are you talking about the Gator old thing? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I agree. I think there's I I don't know. That's I think just, it's it's kind of bullshit to me that he didn't get any that he hasn't. I don't know if he will, but he hasn't got any sort of suspension or anything for that. Right. I think that's bullshit. I, I haven't heard anything um, if he has or not. I don't think he has. But, I mean, it was really obvious. And um, I like Chris Carson. I mean, he's not a, like an elite back. He's a really good back and very fitting for Seattle. And it seems like every year, you know, he kind of gets a nick or a bruise and has to miss a couple games. But, uh yeah, I've seen some good news today. He did practice, so yeah, that's good. He might that's be good. playing, but still, it's just you don't like to see that, especially in the NFL. No, I agree. I mean, I agree. that you could ruin someone's career and just change their life. You know, it's yeah, just, especially just, with that type of like that was an ankle roll like crazy. He was twisting it, and so. Yeah. Um, but I did I, – I agree with you. I did love the way that Russell Wilson played. 
Um, I think he's just showing us, I mean, he's an MVP candidate for sure. And if he's, you know, I would, I would agree. I would say that he is a front runner right now, just because I didn't like the way Mahomes played necessarily against the chargers all game. But I think Russ has been pretty, you know, constant all year. Um, yeah, he just he just broke Mahomes' uh, touchdown passing record through the first uh, three games. Which mm-hmm. He's got 14 on the year, which is insane. Uh, Mahomes had 13, I think, the year he threw 50. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, crazy. Yeah. Um, next game, I just kind of want to touch base on Green Bay and New Orleans. You know, Aaron Rodgers looking really good again. Yes, the um, Packers are clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, I don't – I mean, they look good, good. It'll be – I don't know. I want to watch – I want to see them play Seattle. I think that's going to be probably game of the year, in my opinion. Um, What What did you think about New Orleans there? Yeah, they're struggling. Um, The injury of Mike Thomas does, I think, affect things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's looking like he might be back um, this week. But uh, I don't know. I thought uh, Kamara played a pretty solid game. Um, their defense didn't really impress me. I mean, they gave up 37. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I don't know. I feel like their defense is really solid. Mm-hmm. I don't know, kind of let Aaron pick him apart, which yeah, Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Off the field, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, another game that we talked about here is uh, the Rams and Buffalo, which came down to the wire, obviously. Um, Was a really – I think it was a really good played game. I don't know if you disagree with me, but I thought Josh Allen looked immaculate. Yes, I thought he played a great game. Um, they were – the uh, Bills were up pretty big at half, 21-3, mm-hmm. to 3, and then uh, and then they scored coming out. So, it was 28-3 to 3 at one point in that game. And uh, the Rams just kind of stuck to their game, you know, trying to establish the run on that Bills defense, which is really good. I mean, it's probably a top three defense in the league. Yeah. And then just working their play action off of it. Um, mm-hmm. McVay, I think, is coached very well. Like I said before, he knows what he's got in golf, and um, they're playing to his strengths, which is the play action. And yeah, it's working out really well for them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, one, the last game I want to talk about here. If I know, I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about, but I want I want you to give me your opinion. As a Raiders fan, I know this was tough to watch, but give me your, your opinion on that game. Uh, our defense is terrible, <laughs> honestly. Um, I didn't think – I mean, Derek Carr didn't play terrible. Um, 24-32, and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, not terrible. I mean, not the best game in the world, but – um, I don't know. I think Ruggs, once Ruggs gets healthy, because he didn't play, he's yeah. kind of our deep. He's kind of our deep threat, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
I think that would have kind of helped. Not saying that it would have given us the edge or anything, but yeah, I think that would have helped for sure. Um, but uh, our our leading receiver was Hunter Renfro. He had six for eighty four and a touchdown. Yeah, which is good to see. But he's honestly um, was probably honestly playing like our number one receiver. That's what I was going to say. I don't think that you want him as your number one receiver. Right. And Waller had like no catches until the fourth. They, but that's what the Patriots do. They're going to take away. Yeah. Your guy. Like, yeah, I agree. I remember back when they were battling with the chiefs there a couple of years ago, you know, we're going to take away Travis Kelsey. He's not yeah. going to, he's not going to touch the ball. Yeah. He's I, with someone else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and vice versa on that. Chiefs did the same thing with Gronk um, back in Eric Berry's day. Um, I mm-hmm. think Alex Smith might have still been their quarterback, but, uh, you know, yeah. it's it's a kind of a copycat league, you know, in the fact of what teams do. And the Patriots are known to kind of take away your your main strength. And yeah, I agree. And just came off like a 12 or 13 catch game, so – Okay, one the last question I have for you about this game. What what were your thoughts on Cam Newton's play? Um you know, I didn't put up crazy stats yeah. in uh passing wise and they kind of backed him off rushing wise. He had nine carries. Mm-hmm. Um but Cam is doing what Cam needs to do mm-hmm. in the fact that He's motivated. He's taken on a difficult head coach, and they're getting along great. Mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels is doing a great job, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, play calling, doing uh, stuff to Cam's strengths. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of – he didn't necessarily have to take, have to take over the, the Vegas game um, because they ran the ball really well. Um, Burkhead had a big game. Mm-hmm. Sonny Michelle played well. Yeah. I mean, Sonny Michelle, come on, nine carries for 117. That's nuts. I mean, he's got kind of, yards a carry. That's that's nuts. Yeah. And Burkhead had, he had three touchdowns, I believe. He had one he had receiving. One receiving and two rushing. Yeah. He had uh, 98 total yards. 49 rushing and 49 receiving. Yeah. Just kind of killed them, honestly. They just – I don't know. This game, honestly, Cam just kind of managed it. Yeah. Because um, that's all he had to do because they were running the ball so effectively. And I think that's what – I don't think that his, you know, stats necessarily show that because he didn't have a lot of yards or anything, but, you know. The running stats looked like that. So, um, you know, if do you have anything else that you would like to touch on before we close her up? Um, there's a few week four matchups, just a couple games that yeah, yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, while we're talking about the Pats and just kept coming off the Chiefs, um, they play each other this week. Mm-hmm. That's just um a matchup that really sticks out to me. Yeah. Um, I think the Chiefs last week, you know, um, that was 
kind of their circled game on the schedule this year mm-hmm. um, to kind of prove a point to Baltimore that they own the AFC mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, vice versa this week, I think this is the Pats kind of circle game on their schedule this year being the Chiefs, you know. Yeah. And um, I think it's going to be a really, really good game. I, I think the Pats are going to, you know, rush four and drop mm-hmm. seven. Um, I think they're going to pick up on that stuff and, and do it. I think Cam's in for a big game. Um, he's got to be, honestly, in my opinion, if they want to stay in it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think um, the Patriots will really try to establish a run again and just try to keep Mahomes off the field because mm-hmm. um, that's kind of what you have to do, you know. Yeah, uh, extend drives and just keep him off the field. Yeah. Um, I I agree. I think, you know, this will be for Kansas City. This is a, I mean, you say it's a big game for New England. I think it's almost just as big for Kansas City, just being the fact that you know if they win this game, those are the probably the, I mean, I dare to say those are probably the two best teams in AFC. Uh, Baltimore and. New England, it's close. It's close. It's, it's up there because I, I totally missed on New England. Totally missed. Yeah, I I see. I liked I I know yeah. that they I know that they had a lot of players, um, you know, kind of opt out. But I still thought that New England was going to be really good this year. I, yeah, I, I mean, said that from the you beginning. had them winning the division. Yeah, I did. So and I, I had them I, getting last. I'm pretty sure second to last. But yeah, yeah, I totally whiffed on on the whole New England thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm honest. I'm really happy for Cam. I think it's a. I mean, he's working yeah, out great. I agree. But the, the the thing that me I saw or the thing to me um, I saw for New England was that Cam just kind of brought in some new life. I think he brought in an upbeat style of play. You know, I mean, Tom Brady's just this, you know, kind of just pick at you until he can get going. Um, I don't know. I that's just what I saw, but right, like I said, I think if Kansas City wins here, it just kind of shows their dominance, I guess, in a way. I agree. And back to Cam, you know, um, they're letting him be himself, mm-hmm. and in turn, you know, he's kind of cleaned up his game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and a lot of it, I think Cam's healthy for the first time in two and a half years or so. Yeah, I agree. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's only – I mean, I had two more games circled on my schedule that I really thought – actually, I'm going to I'm gonna say three. One is kind of like a lower-level type of game to me. Um, Cleveland and Dallas, I think that's going to be a good game in my opinion, even though Dallas is probably, you know, overall the better team. I think Cleveland, that's a proving point for them. Um, yeah, I like that game as well. If it turns into a shootout, I give Dallas the edge. Yeah. Um, if if it's not so much a shootout, like if Baker throws less than 25 times, I give Cleveland the edge. Mm-hmm. They establish the run and play action and stuff off of it. Yeah, for sure. I give Cleveland the edge. But if they get into like a running game and just kind of attract me, I give mm-hmm. Dallas the edge. I agree. Um. Another game was Buffalo and Vegas. I think that's going to be a good game. I think it'll be, I don't know. It'll be, it could be a turning point for Vegas. 
um, in my opinion. Like, if they win, it'll be huge. But I, I see it kind of being ugly, honestly, for us. Really? Um, I just think, yeah, we beat New Orleans, but I think a lot of people overreact on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Um, just in general, and no matter who plays, it's just because it's it's the only game on. A lot of people watch it, and yeah, I don't know. I agree. Um, and then the the last game that I wanted to say was Pittsburgh and Tennessee. I thought that uh, it's going to be postponed. Actually, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, but look for that down the line. <laughs> I have one game left that I just kind of want to touch on mm-hmm. um, which it's in my opinion not going to be a great game but it's going to be um, interesting to see it's Baltimore at Washington I just think Baltimore is just going to come out and bounce back and uh, kind of dominate them um, yeah It'll be... because I know Chase Young's not playing yeah. so that goes their path rush and I just think you know, Baltimore's mm-hmm. going to be out to kind of prove a point. I I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, anything else for you? I think that's about up for me. I I think we're uh, about ready to wrap this episode up. Um, you know, we really do appreciate everything that you guys have done for, like you know, all the support and love that you guys have shown us. Um, you know. Keep giving us, you know, shares, likes, everything. We love it. Um, and it's just it's just really good for us to see, you know, we're we're doing this thing and you know, we're new to it, but it's it's fun for us. It's fun for us. Yeah, I I think you uh hit it on the head there. It's been really, really fun and mm-hmm. um we've got uh playoff basketball playoff baseball mm-hmm. and the nfl is moving right along mm-hmm. um hopefully here soon might have some guests on i don't yep. know i know we've talked about it but uh that's that's something i was gonna say too look forward to some guests coming up so uh but yeah like jack said we appreciate all the support and always open to feedback um mm-hmm. and I think these episodes keep getting better and better, honestly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Two things for me before I let you guys go here. Um, these are some hometown things I really want you guys to look forward to. Um, 989 Nutrition is open up in Wathena. Go check that out. Go support. Um, and then also check out the Riverside Cyclones football team, as Alec is a coach of. Um, check out the – Check out their uh, broadcast on Facebook with Briar and uh, Phoenix. It's it's a good listen, and it's interesting to see how good our Cyclones are this year. So, yes, sir. Um, I will back Jack on that. Nine eight nine Nutrition. The their products are good. I've tried a lot of them, and I highly recommend. For sure. And the Cyclones are at home tomorrow against Republic County. Um, it's homecoming. Should be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our second game of district, so it's a very important game, and uh, hopefully come out on top. Yep. So, with that being said, 
We appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace.